Catholic commentary. Spiritual warfare. Stay ready so you don't have to get ready. Jesus 911. Soul Patrol Jesus 911 two man car. Psalm 96 Proclaim God's marvelous deeds to all the nations. Alleluia, alleluia. I'm reporting for duty. Paul, what about you, my friend? Car with you, brother. <laughs> hey, we got uh we got two topics that that we're going to talk about today that are uh, very relevant, very timely. The first one is the way society is trying to effeminize men. And as Paul and me were talking right before the show, it started, Paul, even in our decade. And both of us are in our early 60s. We remember the effeminization of the male child already back when we were kids, when they were trying to give us Barbie dolls instead of uh, uh, G.I. Joes. So we'll be talking about that. And then we're also going to be talking about this uh you hear the propaganda that people are always people say the left is always saying oh the dark ages the dark ages well we're going to look at some of the great contributions of the, of the of the dark ages the middle ages and one of the things that i just recently came across i didn't realize uh the more you read the more you realize how amazing the catholic church is that it was in the middle ages that they uh that they developed what's called gold leaf gold leaf yeah. in paintings uh, and, and that's probably some of the most beautiful thing, beautiful, especially in Catholic churches and altars, gold leaf painting. It was invented by the Catholics in the Middle Ages. So we'll, we'll be talking about that along with other things the Catholic Church invented in, in, in the so-called Dark Ages. Hey, Jess, I have one thing I want to mention. Uh, have you noticed, and I had a discussion with uh, with one of the uh, the priests, uh, friends of mine, uh, yesterday. Yeah. In Hollywood today, in, in particular, if you look at like, like there, there's a, there's a series, I think it's on Paramount plus or whatever. It's, uh, uh, 1923. And, uh, the depiction of the Catholic church is horrible. Jess. Wow. They depict nuns as being, uh, rapists, uh, uh, complete, uh, you know, uh, is this a new movie? these, uh, yeah, it's a series. Uh, oh, Harrison Ford. Wow. Wow. Yeah, Harris, Harrison Ford is in it. But the depiction clearly and, you know, and, and it's so funny. It's not even funny, but the, the little reference they have uh, at one point that there's a Native American girl and she says, well, we'll go to Canada. And then and the, and the, and the Indian says, that's worse there. <laughs> you know, well, uh, it, goes, it, yes. goes, it, it goes to prove to you that the only acceptable bias in America, according to Dr. Arthur Schlesinger from Harvard, a Jewish professor, says is anti-Catholicism. Nothing's else, yes. Nothing else is acceptable. You can't but be anti-Mexican, yes. anti-immigrant, yeah. anti-white, anti-black, yeah. anti-Asian, yeah. anti-transgender, yeah. but you can be anti-Catholic in America. Acceptable. Yes, and and, and but the, what, what irks me is the fact that most people and the liberals have been successful at erasing history and rewriting it or narrating it you know according to what they want and most people and i've been saying this for years have been dummied down and so their only idea of looking at history is what they see you know depicted by hollywood and we know hollywood has been satanically inspired uh for, for i don't know how long yeah and uh, it, like i said it just bugs me because people really think 
it was that way. And it's no wonder that, you know, you see these people wanting to go to the Catholic Church and tear down uh, statues and everything else because they think the Catholic Church is so evil because it's being depicted as evil by Hollywood. And the one-eyed monster, the television, is pretty much the only thing that educates these people who have been dummied down and who don't really understand history. And you're right, Paul. And unfortunately, uh, our bishops should be on the front lines fighting this propaganda because they have they have the clout to do so and they can stop this. But the pulpits are silent and uh, they're gonna, there's going to be a day of reckoning for their silence. I'm telling you, that's called the, the sin of omission. Yeah, well, they're silent because the better that the spotlight be on ancient history than on what they're doing now. Right. <laughs> uh, that's right. That's a good point. Yeah. Paul, I want to talk about this uh, young, courageous Marine, uh, the lesson of Jordan Neely. Uh, his courage and his sacrifice looks like it's going to be punished. So here's what happened. Uh, <clears throat> this week, a brave Marine acted when no one else when no one else would to restrain a deranged, homeless schizophrenic. And we've all seen those, Paul, and they're not they're not pacifists. Mm -hmm. Some of these homeless people are very dangerous and, and violent. Yes. And so, yeah, this this young American uh, and young American men in general are being taught the hard way that selfless courage and their masculine instincts will get them 25 to life in prison. So this young brave Marine, he acted out when no one else would to restrain a deranged homeless schizophrenic on a New York City F train who was, by all accounts, terrorizing people and shouting, quote, I'll hurt anyone on this train. Now, here's something that the article doesn't say. I would say that he was also, in some way, shape, or form, uh, diabolically afflicted without a doubt. Mm -hmm. The article says, uh, the 30-year-old Jordan Neely said, I don't, uh, oh no, the, the, the homeless schizophrenic said this, I don't mind going to jail and getting life in prison, uh, screamed the 30-year-old uh, Jordan Neely who had 44 arrests under his belt and an outstanding warrant for felony assault. He punched Stop right old... there. Yeah. Failure of the system. 44 arrests, Jess. Wow. Go ahead. Wow. As he, as he flailed around throwing items of his clothing, he says, quote, this homeless schizophrenic said, quote, I'm ready to die, close quote. In response, a 24-year-old Marine Corps veteran put Neely in a chokehold incapacitating him and releasing him after he stopped struggling and passed out. Inez Stepman wrote, When Neely died at the hospital, all hell broke loose. This is not the first time a courageous man, minding his own business, has put himself in danger to protect others. It's happened many times. In fact, toxic masculinity has saved more lives than penicillin. But in this case, the erratic lunatic was black, the courageous restrainer was not just white, but blonde and handsome. And worst of all, the lunatic shuffled off his mortal coil when he arrived at the hospital. Inevitably, the left's muscle memory of how politically lucrative George Floyd's 2020's death was for them kicked in. The Floyd playbook could be run. Paul, you want to continue from there? Yeah. AOC fired up her Twitter and called his death a murder. Al Sharpton is polishing his diamond cufflinks before his press conference. Neely's cousins are getting fitted for new suits before their Oval Office visit. 
Nancy Pelosi has already ordered the solid gold casket and white horse drawn carriage for the funeral, which will be held after Neely lies in state in the Capitol. (laughs) (laughs) You can't make this stuff up. (laughs) Dente uh, 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 cloth scarves uh, are being passed out in the old executive office building. Kamala Harris's speechwriter is ripping nitrous balloons as he crafts her eulogy. The whole band is getting back together. Listen, Jess, I just want to just stop right there and just say uh, this stuff, uh, you know, it may sound funny, but they're using these things in order to destroy our country. And it is so sad. The system is so broke. I'll talk a little bit more about that later, but uh, continuing on. Weakness is strength. Courage is hatred. In the after, in the aftermath, I tweeted this. Strong men brave enough to intervene publicly when a deranged lunatic is terrifying people are going to be rounded up first. This is brilliant strategy for the regime. Pick off the bravest and most selfless heroes first. Leave the cowards behind. Who will fall in line fast. What a great line, Paul. What a great line, yeah. that, that last yeah. one. Absolutely. It's just like we were worst. talking about before the show. We're talking yeah. about the way they they started getting rid of all the alpha males in, in the service. Uh, you know, guys that uh, didn't want to step in line and get the jab and get vaxxed. Yeah. And so yeah. what do we have now? Well, what we saw not too long ago, the Navy put out a video of a transgender to recruit people to the Navy. That's yeah. not going to attract alpha males, Paul. That's going to yeah. attract uh, men that have sexual disorders, men who are effeminate. And this is being done by design. This is a communist tactic. Oh, without a doubt, Jess. And these people have swallowed it hook, line, and sinker. Think about it. Patriots are, let's face it, I'm going to go out and say it. I'll be criticized for it. But let's face it. In reality, a true patriot is someone who... Uh, as you, when you go into military, you're sworn to defend the Constitution of the United States against all enemies, foreign and domestic. The, uh, you know, the liberals, uh, what part of their agenda, Jess, is to attack the U.S. Constitution. And uh, patriots have a sense of duty. Their children go in the military. They, uh, you know, they they have that sense of duty. And so, uh, when you drive. Uh, people who have a, a strong sense of, you know, God, uh, family, and country in them, and you drive them out of the military, how in the world, like you just mentioned, who are you going to attract to the military? And how in the world are they ever going to be able to, def- to defeat uh, uh, a, a, a formidable enemy like well, China? I, I, as an I, ex- saw, I saw a video, and I forget which branch of the military, but there was a uh, uh, the the uh, the troops were marching in, in in their camouflage gear, and some of the people, some of the troops were wearing high heels. And oh. it wasn't it wasn't women either; they weren't women. God help us, Jesus nine one one. We'll continue talking about uh, yeah, weakness is strength, courage is hatred. This inverted society we live in. Stick around; we'll be right back. And, 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 you know, now, back to Jesus 911. If this call is not an emergency, 
Dial 888-526-2151. Soul Patrol, Jesus 911. We're talking about the lesson of Jordan Neely. Your courage and sacrifice will be punished. Uh, So this young Marine restrained a deranged homeless schizophrenic on a New York City F train. And uh, and, uh, the, the homeless person, schizophrenic, died in the hospital or en route to the hospital. And now who knows what can happen here. You got mm-hmm. all the race baiters that are trying to gin up, once again, this fake race war. There's nothing racial here. Let me tell you, if I saw a guy uh, in a subway train that was threatening everybody and I had a position of advantage, even at my age right now, uh, and if I could stop him, I don't care what color he is. He could be a Martian. I'm going to throw the guy in a carotid, and I know how to do it, and I know how to put him. I know how to put him on conscience, not choke him, not of the trachea. I know how to do it. It's it's a jujitsu move. It's not that difficult. I would do it in a heartbeat. I don't care what color you are. You're acting like a fool in public, and you're threatening people. Not on my watch. This again, everything the left. Everything the the left looks at the world through the bifocals of race when it's to, to their advantage. Oh, but the left doesn't remember that it was their party that enslaved blacks. Oh yeah, the mm-hmm. left doesn't matter that it was their party that gave us Jim Crow laws. Oh yeah, the left doesn't ma- doesn't remember that it was their party that gave us segregation. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, the left doesn't yeah. doesn't yeah. Go ahead, Paul. This is the, I'm having a meltdown. This, yeah, yeah, that's that's okay because this is the plan. I'm going to lay it out again. They have taken over education, schools K through 12, undergrad, all the way through grad school. We all know if you send your kids to school, they're going to be indoctrinated with Marxist liberal thought. No doubt about it. They've taken over law enforcement, Jess. Remember, uh, that was the big thing with Rodney King when um, Daryl Gates, the the L.A. police, uh, L.A. uh, police chief, they wanted him out so bad, but they couldn't touch him because he was civil service protected. So what did they do? They made sure now that the, uh, that the chiefs had no civil service protection so that the chief would be you know, able to do the, the whims of some liberal mayor. All t- and yeah, basically, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So, so that's what happened. Um, yeah. Uh, so they're beholden to these liberal mayors. And then, then you have your George Soros funded DAs all around, right? By by design, your Alvin Braggs out there that they're funding, they're putting these people, you know, uh, in power because they have the power to prosecute or they have the power not to. And so what they're doing is they're not prosecuting people who uh, who hold the, the, the democratic standard, so to speak, and and the, and anybody else who's on the opposite side, they're going to nail them to the wall. Look what happened to President Trump. Yes, uh, in this, yeah. you know, Trump says I never, I, I never even met this woman, and yet he's liable for five million dollars. Unbelievable. Right? Yeah, uh, and, yeah, and, it, it, but but yeah, we got she, uh, Hunter Brighter's laptop that has him having sex with prostitutes. Uh, yeah, but there's giving there's, money to the big guy doing, yeah. all, I mean, all the, 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 the overwhelming evidence, that's like all the overwhelming evidence that was on OJ during the OJ trial meant nothing, <laughs> right? It was, you know, so what they've done, look, it goes, even oh, beyond oh, we live in, part. we live in a clown world right now. Seriously. Yeah. The it's left inverted. is listen to it. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. It, it, it's inverted. Look, they, 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 you mentioned it last week on the show, six billionaires 
own the airways. So basically 350 million people are dependent upon uh, these six billionaires and their idea of how the world should run for the news that we hear. And if you don't think that they're all in concert, we've heard it. We You can click one channel. They're all there. It's like somebody just said, say this, read this. And these talking heads on there are just reading and people. And, and by the way, why do and they do that? That's why, why was Carl- that's why Tucker Carlson got fired from Fox because he didn't want to see he didn't want to read same hymn sheet as the rest of the networks. Exactly. And then when he did speak the truth, what do they do? They feel threatened by it. So they have to get rid of him, even though he had the largest audience on in, on any news program anywhere. You know, right. so. Yeah. So, uh, uh, again, uh, this is nothing but a huge manipulation Uh it goes even further than that, you know. Paul, they, uh, what are they do? What What are they doing now, Jess? They're threatening threatening to stack the courts. They're 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 targeting Clarence Thomas. Why? Why? Well, because he's a conservative, and so that's right. They, oh, but he's yeah, black. So, oh, it doesn't matter. He's black. He's conservative. So exactly. if you're conservative, then your color yeah. doesn't protect you. Your race doesn't protect e- you. You're conservative. Exact. Exactly. It's just like when he when they wanted to appoint him, what did he call it? He said, this is a high tech lynching, but it was sure OK. Was. They, the Democrats were willing to go right back to their Jim Crow days and 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 lynch a black man. Why? Because it was going to, you know, uh, further their cause. This is exactly. Uh, yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. This is why they this is why they're attacking Clarence Thomas to this day, because why they want him out of there. They want to stack the court. They want it to be a liberal court so that, guess what? We won't have any resolve. Right now, you know, we know that if Trump or anybody else takes it all the way to the Supreme Court, well, the Supreme Court is the the last court in the land, so it's going to have the final say. They don't want that. So they want to control the prosecutors. They want to control the police. They want to control the courts. And what they want to do is bring us under their their foot, basically. And that's what they're doing in... Yeah. Under their under their communist jackboot, that's what they want to do. Ooh, I got to take a couple deep breaths on this one. <laughs> yeah. All right, go ahead and pick it up from where you left off, Paul. Yeah, the worse the Subway Vikings' fate is, the less likely any of us, the sane ones, will be tempted to lift a finger when they come for us, our friends, or our neighbors. If the Viking gets 20 years on Rikers Island, plus some prison rapes and beatings for good measure... As the guards look the other way, that'll teach you boys a lesson. Huh. Wow. Sit, yeah. Since literally the morning the, the first European settlers set foot in the new country, the ethos drilled into American men is to be strong, be brave, and be prepared to protect and defend your family, your homestead, and your fellow man. This is what men are for. After all, this is why God made them stronger than women. Those biceps are not just for deadlifting. Their main purpose is twofold. Wielding a spear for the hunt and wielding your fists or sword for defense. It feels like good Samaritan laws have gone in and out of favor over time in America. For many years after 9-11, no able-bodied man boarded an airplane without first preparing himself to tackle a terrorist if he had to do so. Does that happen anymore? Or would the passengers laugh and whip out their phones at the terrorists 
slit a flight uh, uh, as the terrorist slit a, a flight attendant's throat. Mm. You will not go to jail for watching someone beat another person to death as you stream it live on social media. That's perfectly acceptable now and encouraged. And just we've seen it. We've seen people walking down the street, women uh, witnessing women getting assaulted, uh, and they just walk by like, "Hey, it's not my business. Nothing to do with me. Let me just nothing keep to see on here." Walking. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I said, this is all by design. This is the domino effect. Their Here's, goal is yeah, is to yeah, collapse I'll, our country. You got it. Uh, liberal. This this is why there's a in, in Catholicism in traditional circles. We we say liberalism is a disease. It is popes. Yeah. There's papal statements that go back 200 years saying liberalism is a sin, uh, yes. and 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 uh, as as uh, Michael Savage says, liberalism is a is a mental disorder. I I agree with both. I agree with yep. Catholicism on that. Liberalism is a sin. Jesus Christ says, "Those on my left will be damned." Uh, those on my right will be saved in Matthew twenty five thirty one, and it's funny. Michael Savage, uh, a Jewish scientist, says uh, liberalism is a mental disorder. When you when you think about what's going on here, Paul, this is complete schizophrenic schizophrenia yeah. from 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 those that have the levers of power. Uh, yeah. Let let me let me pick it up here. It says, yeah. Uh, but every normal man I know would be able to stand. But no, but every normal man I know would be unable to stand and watch a psycho assaulting an innocent stranger. My future husband once threw the first punch in a bloody fistfight against a much larger, much drunker man who was persistently harassing me and getting in my face late at night outside a bar in New York City. <clears throat> my husband won, so I married him soon after. That was cute. <laughs> yeah. It's a, it's a, as an avid Twitter user... I probably see a dozen graphic videos a week of men doing the opposite, standing idly by, shouting approval and laughing, cameras out, as violent individuals assault, beat, rape, and shoot innocent strangers. This violence is almost exclusive black and white or black on Asian. On April, such a video made national news. A terrified woman in downtown Chicago was knocked down and stomped on by a large mob during a teen takeover of the city. Where are all the videos showing the white, the white on black and white on Asian stompings? I'm sure that if they existed, AOC herself would be tweeting them out 24-7. In this terrible, ugly, upside-down, zero-trust society I've been forced to raise a family in, I've developed new survival rules. I've instructed my husband and sons to be cowards. <laughs> That's right, to do nothing. <clears throat> If they are in a situation where a dangerous psycho is threatening violence to a stranger, <clears throat> I've begged them to sit on their hands to be one of the people who just watches, runs away, or calls 911. It goes against every chivalric instinct in their bodies, but I do not want them dead or in jail. Instead of being hailed as heroes for saving some old lady's life, they would be tried as killers and put away for life. Mm-hmm. My teenage son informed me he won't go along with my surrender monkey ethos and is prepared to defend himself and others if he has to. This is a dangerous virtue for a boy to have in a blue city in 2023. Mm-hmm. Does he want his mother to get gray hair? Doesn't he know how much good hair colorists cost these days? <laughs> I have failed as a mother because I forgot to teach my sons to be cowards. <laughs> mm-hmm. This week's watershed event on New York City F train illustrates the black pilling utility of my new rules. See, uh, son, you see that damsel in distress over there? 
getting her teeth kicked out by that filthy homeless man. You just sit tight and get on the next stop and tell the nearest social worker it's not your problem. <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah. Podcaster Amy Therese tweeted, A man threatening the safety of everyone else in a tiny, highly populated contained space is a liability in itself and to others. The Marine is a hero. And we need more men like him, which is mm-hmm. why the left is wetting the bed about it. They don't want that ethos to catch on. Paul, you want to finish up those last paragraphs? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then I will do some commenting after Absolutely. that. <laughs> we'll comment right after, yeah. Neely was lynched by a racist, and this racist will be made an example of. This is a teaching moment for Democrats. Young American men will be taught the hard way that nobility, selflessness, courage, and their masculine instinct to defend the innocent are bad. Don't be like this former Marine. We'll be right Mohammed. back. It's 911. Yeah, we got we got we'll finish up the article. We have a lot to say, a lot of commentary. Stick around. We're going to be talking about the doctrine of self-defense. Is it Catholic? Yes or no? Now, back to Jesus 911. If this call is not an emergency, dial 888-526-2151. We're on a soul patrol. We want to save souls, get people, get as many people to heaven as we can before uh, I breathe my last breath and before Paul breathes his last breath. That's what we, we every morning we get up. We're on, we're on a soul patrol. We just want to get as many people to know, love, and serve Jesus Christ in this lifetime and get to heaven. Mm. We're talking about a brave young man, former Marine, who stopped the thug, homeless, schizophrenic, who was threatening people in, in, a, in a New York F train. And uh, he's going to pay the price for it because we live right now under the Biden regime, which, uh, which is anti-law enforcement, uh, anti-prosecution, pro-criminal, and uh, and doesn't like men who are conservative, uh, chivalrous, and and men who stand for 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 God, uh, country, and family. Doesn't like those those type of men. Uh, Paul, if you could wrap up with this article, and we want to yeah. make some comments about self defense. Yeah, we got the word of Muhammad Ada, one of the uh, the nine eleven hijackers. He said, "Immortal word." Here's his immortal words uh, that uh, to the doomed passengers on American Airlines Flight Eleven. Just stay quiet and you'll be okay. Of course, it only applies to some of us. The raving maniacs on our subways, in our parks, and on our buses are free to live their best lives. Democrat politicians have forced passivity, passivity, the new rule of normal people out in public. We are kukolds now. Is that right? Kukolds now. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, After all. What other same choice do we have? You know, Jess, I'll just say this. You know how many deputies that used to work for me they, or that I've seen over the years, even in briefings, when, when there would be so much pressure brought on them from the public, guys that were out there doing a normal, good, hardworking job, and they would, you know what, you know what the word that was put out to them was, hey, just answer your calls. Don't, no, don't do any uh, self-initiated uh, activity. Just answer your calls. Be safe. 
It's all about career survivability. Before it used to be out, you know, back back in our day, remember they used to say, hey, let's go out and do the Lord's work. Yeah, <laughs> you know yeah, what I yeah. mean? Let's, and there was, yeah, let's and there go was out there. And there was pressure. There was competition uh, to yes. go out there and, and, and yeah. you know, be yeah. proactive and take yeah. people to jail. Yeah, yeah. Who could get, you know, uh, you know, uh, the best arrest, get these criminals off the street, yeah. self-initiated activity. Yes. Uh, that, that doesn't happen anymore. Uh, the, the deputies are basically being told, listen, if you get into something, you're on your own. You're going to be tried uh, and convicted in the court of public opinion long before you get to actual to your trial. And if you happen to live in a, in a liberal city, well, your jury is not going to be your peers. They're going to be a bunch of liberals on there who are looking uh, who have been already indoctrinated to the point that, hey, all the police do. Oh, that's what they do. They hunt young black men. Right. Isn't that what they do? That they're out there all day hunting young black men. So, uh, again, they're basically uh, society is offering up their brightest, their bravest. Now, I'm not saying yeah, yeah. that some cops don't do the wrong thing. Of course. But yeah, of course. Uh, you know, when people used to ask me, what's wrong with the cops? I'd say, well, we have to recruit from your neighborhood. That's the first thing that's wrong with them. <laughs> basically, everything that's going on in your neighborhood, you know what I mean, potentially could be going on here. But yeah. we try our best to weed them out. <laughs> yeah, and, yeah, and the same thing when people say, uh, talk about, well, what about the priest? You know, you know, the scandals with, the, with you know, sexual yeah. proprieties with the priest. I said, well, where do priests come from? They don't come from heaven. They don't fall off a of cloud. They come from Catholic families. If you got disordered Catholic families, this is what you we're, we're allowing into the seminary. That's yes. does it surprise you? Yeah, Paul. Here's what I I want to look at this from a Catholic point of view. Uh, was this young Marine right to do what he did? Absolutely. Paragraph twenty two sixty three of the Catechism. It it basically states exactly what this young man did. It says. The legitimate defense of persons and societies is not an exception to the prohibition against the murder of the innocent that constitutes intentional killing. The mm. act of self-defense, which is lawful, can have a double effect. The preservation of one's own life and the killing of the aggressor, the one is intended, the other is not. So here we have the classic uh, Catholic, it's called the principle of double effect. What if this young Marine want to do? He wanted to stop this guy from uh, potential violence, from ranting and raving and threatening people. Uh, and he wanted to stop this guy because this guy was about to blow a fuse. He's already threatening people in the, in the, in the bus or in this, right. in this train. So he wants to stop him. How do you stop him? It's simple. You put somebody in a carotid <clears throat> Uh, I mean, in a, in a, in a, yeah, it's in a, in, a, in a carotid, and you hold them down. It's a jujitsu hold. Sometimes they call it in jujitsu. I forget what it's called. Um, uh, and you can just hold the person down. Rear and, and, rear and naked mobile. choke. Re uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> but the thing, yeah, but you you can go uh, again. Uh, it, it's dangerous to go across a trachea. But the point that I'm making is this: the Marines' intention, as the Catechism says, was preservation of life. Sometimes in the preservation of life during war or in police work, sometime during the preservation, as a result of the preservation of life, sometimes the double effect is that the person dies. You kill the aggressor. But that's not the intention. The intention was to stop the aggressor. This is, a, for example, 
if you want to see clarity, uh, the point that I'm making uh, is the Egyptian guard. He was beating the Hebrew slave back over in uh, Exodus chapter 2, verses 11 and 12. And Moses, he sees this unjust action, just like this Marine did. And Moses engaged this guy. He engaged this, uh, this Egyptian guard in self-defense. And he kills the guard. Again, the killing was, it's called the, 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 the law of double effect. That was not Moses' intent. Moses wanted to stop the guard from beating these Hebrew slaves. But in the commission of putting this guy in a rear naked choke, or whatever he was doing, uh, the Egyptian, the, the Egyptian uh, guard died. Mm-hmm. And so the killing of the person engaged in attacking another, this is this is excusable according to the Catholic Church. It's, it's in, in, in law enforcement. They like call justifiable it, homicide. Yes, exactly. In the Catholic Church, yeah. it's acceptable. It's in fact, Moses is in heaven. He's mentioned in Hebrews yeah. chapter 11 as being one of the Old Testament saints who's in heaven. And he killed somebody. He didn't murder somebody. Notice, he killed somebody in self-defense. He didn't murder an innocent person in cold, cold blood. Yeah. And, and, yeah. and there's a distinction there. Yes. In, in the I Hebrew... Mean, let to, me the, mention. To, the, to the least most casual observer, Jess, but unfortunately, we're not talking about people who have you know, sane thoughts here when we're talking about people on the left. You know, uh, that's the that's the sad reality. You know, they're going to leave out the fact that this guy had 40 something arrests already. <laughs> they're going to leave all of that stuff out that he probably he, had drugs he, in his system and was he out punched of his mind. Old woman in the face. Yeah, of course. Uh, it, it, it's it's the same thing like what, what was it, that Michael Brown? Remember him? And it just went into a convenience store and robbed the place and did all these things. And then he attempted to attack the police officer and take his gun and he ends up getting shot. And they want to make a hero out of these people. Yeah. You know, uh, the next thing you know, they're making shirts with angel wings and, you know, and halos and, you know, and we're supposed to all bow down and worship these people because these guys are martyrs. You see, they've yeah. redefined what a what a true martyr is. And right. what they're doing is they're taking these satanically inspired <laughs> and um, absolutely uh, oppressed people. And they're yes. saying, this is your hero. This is the this is the new model. And they got George Floyd. uh, uh, uh paintings and and murals all up over these inner cities like uh uh, the new martin dr martin luther king you know not quite yeah (laughs) yeah i just want to mention something about moses okay moses you you know whether moses used his hands or a weapon when he killed this egyptian guard in the eyes of god this was justified this was justified self-defense the, and, and the law of double effect, the person ended up dying. And so, again, even if he if Moses would have used a gun, which there was no guns back then, uh, or if he was used a bow and arrow or a slingshot, the fact is what he did was justified. There's a distinction. And as Catholics, we have to learn this distinction. And in law enforcement, we know it. But in, 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 uh, in, in the Old Testament, there's a word for murder, which is ratsach. Murder means the killing of an innocent person. Intentional mm-hmm. killing of an innocent person. That's called ratsach. Then there's a second word in Hebrew for kill. Okay? That word is, is, is naka. Not, for example, uh, David killed Goliath. He didn't murder Goliath. It's a different Hebrew word. Murder means 
the intentional killing of an innocent human being, like abortion, for example. That would be unjustified. Yes. Now, killing can be justified and excusable, and it's used for Joshua and Abel and, and, and Caleb, you know, killed people in war. Uh, you know, Gideon's army killed the enemy. It's not murder. It's kill. It's a different word, which means it's excusable. It's justifiable homicide because it's in the commission of defending yourself or your loved ones. So that's a big distinction, Paul. And in law enforcement, you and me know about this because we were trained th- uh, with, with this understanding as well. Yeah, you know, absolutely. Um, you know, I don't know how many times, you know, they said, well, how do you guys, you know, how can you guys consider yourselves Christians? Doesn't the Bible say thou shall not kill and you guys are out there killing? No, the Bible doesn't say, uh, the Bible says thou shall not murder. Yeah, <laughs> That's what it says. It's a, it's right. a yeah. poor translation. Correct. Thou shall not kill. Uh, no, Different thou shall word. not murder. Yeah. 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 Murder is when you lie in wait for somebody and you kill them unjustifiably. And like killing Cain and Abel. Sometimes, yeah, killing is sometimes necessary in order to, you know, uh, bring about a greater good. <laughs> yeah, perfect example, Paul, is, uh, is again, what, what Cain did to his brother Abel. He lied in wait and he killed his brother Abel. I mean, I don't know how he killed him with a rock or a knife or a club, you know. What are we going to do? Are we going to banish rocks? Are we going to banish clubs and baseball bats and knives? I don't know how he killed him, but that yeah. murder... What David did well, to Goliath, that was killing. That was yes. excusable. It's a, there's a yeah. big distinction. And again, as a Catholic man, we have the duties of positive obligation to defend our families to the point of deadly force if necessary. That's Catholic teaching, 2263 of the Catechism. Yeah. Well, well uh, we're going to be talking about some of the contributions of the Catholic Church in the Middle Ages. People call it the Dark Ages. Let's see how dark the Dark Ages were. Now, back to Jesus 911. If this call is not an emergency, dial 888-526-2151. Soul Patrol, Jesus 911, two-man car. Paul, any in, in final comments on the last topic? Because I, I know we were both triggered by the last topic. Yeah, you know, just, you know, we have to remember that Satan is attempting to invert the world. Yeah. And, um, you know, he's trying to make good evil and evil good. And but he can't do it alone, Jess. He needs the cooperation, uh, you know, of the masses out there. He need, you know, he needs to live vicariously through people who who these people who have rejected God and who have uh, essentially uh, either they've rejected God or they just um, uh, they just given up, and so they become tools for Satan. And this is what we see going on in the world today. Um, and I just want to encourage everybody to stay strong because um, uh, it's okay. We win in the end. This Absolutely. is nothing but a test, and uh, we already know that the road that leads to life is narrow, and few there be that find it. And so it's our job. God has called us to be uh, a light in a dark place. And so be that light. Yeah, the most important thing, Paul, that we can do individually as Catholics is live in a state of grace. What does that mean? Live for Jesus 24-7, in season and out of season. As it says, in, in you know, through him, 
through Jesus, with Jesus, and in Jesus. For me to live is Christ and to die is gain. That's the answer. Live in a state of grace. What can man do to us? Yeah, the worst thing that man can do to us is kill us, right? Okay, big deal. So they kill our body. They can't take our soul. Remember that. We, we as Catholics, if we live in a state of grace, we win. We're going to be taking the ultimate victory lap. So all these things that are happening on planet Earth, don't take your eye off the prize. Don't take your eyes off the prize. And the prize is Jesus Christ, Paul. Amen. Amen, brother. Let me just mention one thing also about the obligation that men have to their families. Uh, in 1 Timothy 5.8, St. Paul says, If anyone does not provide for his own relatives, and especially for his own family, he has disowned the faith and is worse than an unbeliever, close quote. This means what? That a man is called not just to provide for your family, bring food, bring, bring the money, give them a roof for their head. You're also called to protect them spiritually and physically. Uh, yeah. and, and so, again, the doctrine of self-defense, if somebody comes knocking at your door, or, or, or if Richard Ramirez tries to break in your back door, open your sliding door uh, at, at three in the morning, uh, don't don't uh, poke your wife in the shoulder and say, "Hey, honey, can you go take care of it?" No, you get up and you do what you have to do. As the, that's the man's job. And, and and the last thing that I'll mention is this: is that uh, our Lord, he, he even told Peter uh, in John chapter eighteen, verse ten to eleven, Jesus orders Peter to put his sword into a sheath, but. He did not mean to put your sword into the sheath forever. Why? Mm. Because that would have contradicted what he told his disciples only a few hours before. Here's what he said to his disciples a few hours before in Luke twenty two thirty six. He says, quote, and let him who has no sword sell his mantle and buy one. Close quote. Okay. Mm. Now he told Peter to, to sheath his sword because he didn't want P- Peter to prevent him from going to the cross. It's not because it was a bad thing that Peter had a sword. He didn't want Peter to stop the plan of God the Father, which is the redemption of the human race by the kinsman redeemer. So he says, it's not time, Peter, put your sword away, put your sword away. Mm -hmm. But he says a few hours before that, quote, let him who has no sword sell his mantle and buy one. Close quote. He's talking to men there in Luke 22, 36. And, and, And so what's the point that I'm making? Swords aren't simply for decoration because the Bible says in Romans 13 verse 4 it says about the soldier it says quote he is God's servant for your good but if you do wrong be afraid for he does not bear the sword in vain he's the servant of God to execute his wrath on the wrongdoer close quote in other words God saying see that soldier okay uh he doesn't he doesn't wear that for decoration uh, he can use it and he can use it, believe it, believe it or not, even as, as imperfect as the Roman legions were, he could be an instrument of God to bring, to bring about justice. And so yeah, the point, it, yeah, yeah, go ahead, Paul. And no, in that capacity, you know, those soldiers were, were acting as police officers as, at the know? same time. It was a twofold yeah. occupation. Yeah. Soldier. Yeah. They didn't have a, exactly. And so that by extension applies to the police officers. And by the way, you remember Jess. When guys did wrong, they feared us. Why? Why did they fear the police? Because they knew that we were the arm of justice. We would bring them uh, to justice, bring, you know, bring justice to bear. We were the uh, Romans 13.4. We were the Romans 13.4 on, yeah. on planet Earth. And they did. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. And yeah. I'll tell you, and it's so, fine. Paul, some <laughs> people ahead, may Paul. say, 
Some people might say, oh, but God has changed now. No, he hasn't. Malachi 3.6, the Bible says, for I, the Lord, do not change. So everything Mm-mm. that we're talking about here, about, about Moses using self-defense, David using self-defense, the Bible says in Malachi 3.6, for I, the Lord, do not change. Self-defense is permissible in the Old and New Testament and even today. Why? why? Because there's evil amongst us. That's why. You know, God knows we're in a, we live in a world where there are real threats and God has put in all of us that instinct to survive and to protect. Yes. Amen. Okay, Paul, I want to move on to just real quick, just to make a few comments on <clears throat> I, I, I send you an article. I'm always fascinated with the, the way people try to talk about the Middle Ages as the Dark Ages, the Dark Ages. Mm. And it's anything but the Dark Ages. The article's called The Luminous Ages, the, Middle, the Medieval Use of Nanotechnology Refutes Detractors. In other words, this article demonstrates that it was the Catholic Church, once again, uh, back in the 15th century, that developed uh, gold and silver were hammered separately to produce thin foils that we know today as gold leaf. So these two metal foils were worked together, were worked on together. It was a complicated procedure back in the 15th century that required highly skilled specialists, but it was Catholics 500 years ago that were able to take gold and silver and, and, uh, and these materials, and they invented what we, what we know today as gold leaf which is a beautiful, it's, it's one of the most beautiful things you've ever seen today that they use on the Catholic altars and sanctuaries. They use it basically for Catholic architecture. And I just point, I just want to point this out that uh, the Dark Ages is, uh, is, is when I think people had a lot more common sense than, when, than we would ha- call the, the, the Enlightenment and the post-Enlightenment right now. So what happened in the Dark Ages? Well, the Catholic Church gave us art. What happened in the Dark Ages? Well, the Catholic Church, you know, gave us uh, the document of the just war theory. The Catholic Church gave us hospitals. The Catholic Church built universities. The greatest scientists in the world, I read an article, the greatest scientific minds in the world by far are Catholics. There's a list of about 200 of them. Uh, what happened in the Middle Ages? Oh, the Catholic Church gave us the calendar that we use today. Oh, what happened in the Middle Ages? Oh, the Catholic Church gave us the telescope. The Catholic Church gave us science. The Catholic Church gave us the printing press. Uh, what happened in the Catholic in the Middle Ages? The Catholic Church gave us Western law. Uh, the Catholic mm. Church gave us the Bible. Uh, the Catholic Church, uh, you know, uh, it, it, Paul, it goes on and on. The Catholic Church invented sign language. The Catholic Church invented the toothbrush. The Catholic Church invented the bar of soap. Uh, yeah, this all happened in the Middle Ages, Paul. Uh, I think mm-hmm. I think we today should be called the Dark Ages, and we should be called those in the Middle Ages the 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 Age of Enlightenment or the Age of Illumination, because it seems like they had they had a PhD in common sense, and God was using them powerfully to give some of the greatest contributions that we benefit from today. There's no doubt about it. Like like Sacred Scripture tells us, you know. Good will be called evil and evil will be called good. And that's where we're at right now. I would say that's the dark ages, Jess. We are living in the dark ages where uh, where you can look at a, a, a man and he and he he says, no, I'm not a man. I'm a woman, even though he might have, a, you know, all the body parts, the biology of a man. He identifies as a woman. He wants to be a woman. This is a sickness 
And this is, by the way, we always say it on the air, sin makes you stupid. stupid. And they're doubling down on stupid right now. And they're trying to tear down everything that you just said, all those accomplishments, the fact that this world that we live in, that we've inherited, uh, it, 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 let's face it, it's on the decline. We, you know, the Catholic Church, you know, hit the pinnacle and now we're, you know, we're, we're on the decline. Why? And I'll tell you why. Because we've abandoned yeah, Christ, Paul. We, yes. we, we've abandoned Christ. It's, yes. We have to return to the social kingship of Christ uh, stated by popes 100 years ago. That means that every Catholic has to have Jesus Christ burning in our heart. And every, every nation has to have Jesus Christ front and center. Jesus Christ has to be the, the national icon for every single nation. Apart from that, Paul, the judgment of God is going to fall upon the earth. And it starts with the church. Amen, brother. Amen. Uh, you know what? If you're listening out there, if you happen to be a prelate in the Catholic church, pay attention. Because... Uh, we're, you know, hey, we're nobody in the sense that we're just we're just your you know Catholics who are trying to work out our salvation in fear and trembling. Amen. But but we do know what God says in His Word, and if you don't know, you need to get in that Bible and read it because God is not going to be mocked. Yeah, uh, yeah we need home, Jess. we need biblical literacy, Paul, and that's exactly what uh, what our program is all about. We're trying to yeah. get get Catholics, especially men, to become biblically literate because you know. George Orwell, George Orwell, he once said this, he goes, we have now sunk to a depth at which restatement of the obvious is the first duty of intelligent men. Mm. That's all me and Paul do here when we could come on together. We're restating the obvious. That's mm -hmm. the first duty of intelligent men. And what's obvious for us as Catholics is to know, love and serve God in this lifetime and to spend all eternity with him in the next. The obvious for Catholics is to make Christ king and lord and center of your heart of your family and of your life what's obvious for catholics is to pray the rosary stay close to the, the to the 12 star general the queen mother and it, it, it's funny people sometimes say well jess you and paul you guys know a lot you know you guys put out some really good information well it, it's like in the land of the blind the one-eyed man is king and 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 i just see myself i see myself as a one-eyed man i'm a cyclops i got one eye but I have yeah. the ability uh, to navigate in the land of the blind. Yeah. That's a wrap. Remember the battle of the medieval crusaders. Christ conquers, Christ reigns, Christ commands. They would say, Christos vincit, Christos reinat, Christos imperat, in front of their Muslim aggressors. Remember, we serve the virgin most powerful, a 12-star general. Pray your rosary every day. Read the Holy Bible every day. Unite your prayers to the sword of St. Michael and continue delivering powerful blows to the kingdom of darkness. And let's Amen. tear down the gates of hell. God bless you, family. See you next time. Up next, Gary Machuda, the big guy, hands-on apologetics, coming to you from the Midwest Command Center. As for me and Paul, EOW, end of watch. We are out.